<laughs> oh, no. oh, <laughs> Alright, crap, I can't shut this stupid thing off. Gerald better take this out of the podcast. Alright everybody, that is the conclusion of day thrice. <laughs> you can actually pronounce that better than I can, Josh. <laughs> day three. Do you have to be on the safe side, right? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like a like a Hispanic English. <laughs> Spanglish. Espen, Espen, whatever. Um, Mama <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> um, well, guys, uh, this is Game Source, of course, because it wouldn't be anybody else. Um, we are uh, heading back to uh, Las Vegas, and uh, I think day three summed up to be uh, pretty good. We got to see, uh, I think, probably more of the individualized uh, developer conferences than we have uh, the t- last two days. Thankfully, the lines died down a little bit <laughs> not real significantly but um we got gerald yeah, another beautiful day in paradise <laughs> and, and Corey. oh good dog and <laughs> jamie lentacle josh <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Chris. What's up, world? <laughs> this is the only normal sounding one out of the entire group. Um, so, what was your guys' uh, thoughts overall? Um, I guess first, what were your thoughts on the conclusion of day three? And then it's we'll. It's hot in here. <laughs> it, is it, it is very hot here. Um. Corey, what were your lasting impressions for today? I really enjoyed today. Today, today was very fun. Um, I didn't have to wait in any lines, which was pretty cool. Um, stop talking about me, Chris. God. But uh, but no, today was really fun. I, I got to uh, finally see the Assassin's Creed booth that they had, which was extremely, extremely well done. Um uh, they showed us a little bit more than what they showed in the in the actual conference for Ubisoft as well as for who who was it that did it? Microsoft or, or Sony? Because um, I know one of them did did a playthrough of Assassin's Creed. Oh, um, Sony. Sony did uh, did the one with the battling of the ships, the ship battle. That's right. Well, I think both of them did. Well, we, I yeah, we, we saw did. a little bit. We saw a little bit of that in the. We didn't see the actual playthrough. We just saw the trailer. Of the of the ship fight. Well, yes, but and Sony, we saw the, the 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 ship battle, the actual full ship battle, and I believe it was in Microsoft. We actually saw the beginning part of the demo that we saw it in. But in Ubisoft, the booth. Ubisoft uh, had the, of course their own demo of it as well. Right, right. Yes. But anyways, I digress. Um, like personally, like that was a really really uh, a really fun thing that they showed us. It was very interesting to see a lot of the, the kill animations that they have for the game and uh, the way that he flows through the trees is just amazing. Yeah, I, I have to agree. The, the climbing mechanics, the mobility, the all the things that you're able to really do, it's just there's a lot more natural movement. There's yes. a lot more natural flow to the game. Yes, especially in comparison to like the older Assassin's Creed where everything is, is man-made. Uh, in this one, 
Connor's running through organic stuff like trees, and he's just doing it like the the flow of it's like flawless. It's great. It's great. I love it. Plus, uh, uh, he has a uh, whole new arsenal: the tomahawk, the tomahawk, the uh, blow darts, the blo- the the Chinese darts, yeah, yeah. or the Chinese uh, rope darts. Yeah, yeah, the rope darts. I thought he had another set of darts. Was no, it just the rope darts? Just the rope darts. Oh. Yeah. And a musket. And the musket. It's basically all the the Civil War stuff that they are not Civil War. Revolutionary. Woo! <laughs> Revolutionary War. You, you you were just depicting the next series yes, that's, that's in the game. That's uh, Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah, that's we, uh, the next installment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I say Revolution? Civil War. I'm getting my games mixed up. I'm sorry, guys. Um, and, and I know that we all, because uh, Josh Josh also saw it too. Uh, oh, when he when he impaled that guy, <laughs> when he impaled that guy with the the musket, and then shot through him. By far the best game at the convention. But yeah, like, like I said, as far as like all the stuff that I played, like uh, going across all three days, like I, I had a very fun time. I played a lot of really good games, really interesting looking games, and I cannot wait till these games start coming out so I can get my dirty little hands on them or my clean hands. Depends if I wash them, wash my hands beforehand. Yeah. But then you'll just get them dirty. With <laughs> the game again, that's fine. Yeah, that's cool. It doesn't matter. It just depends on the status of them when I grab the game. Uh, you also uh, liked Hitman as well. I loved Hitman. Hitman looked very, very good. I've always been a fan of the Hitman series because I like choices. I love customization stuff. I love being able to choose how I'm going to do stuff. And, and killing people, of course. And Yeah, exactly. And deci- deciding on how I'm going to kill people. <laughs> Cause that's what I do on the daily. <laughs> I see that guy over there. How am I going to kill him? Well, should I use my pencil this time? Should I use my phone charger? No. Thank you, sir, for for ruining. Yeah, this was something special we we're talking about here. Yes. 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 Uh, Hitman looks really, really good. I'm very, very happy to see where it's at. I, it looked like they, they still need to tweak a few stuff, kind of polish it out a little bit more. I saw some collision detection issues that, that I had a problem with. Otherwise, I think the game looks, looks like a lot of fun. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So, yeah, that's, that's basically for, for my highlights. It would be, like I said, Assassin's Creed 3. I know that we, uh, uh, you, I, and uh, Jamie and Gerald actually got an opportunity to test out Medal uh, Medal of Honor. That was awesome. Which yes. I thought I thought that yes. was an awesome. That was a very that was very, very surprising because you know the, the last iteration was so disappointing to everyone. Um, I, I'm very pleased that they've taken it in a complete new direction. Um, they really put some polish on it, and it actually looks looks very very promising. Uh, we did play uh, for actually uh, about a half hour. We did, yeah, metal uh, of the multiplayer. And it was the game crashed on us. <laughs> yes, because well, we were winning. E3 internet. Awesome. Yes, but but it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, Nick, tell us actually your experience on it as well. I didn't want to hear that. So, <laughs> well, as Corey and I think we can very much agree on uh, uh, Call of Duty and how much that game sucks, um, <laughs> and they need to stop coming out with more games. Um, however, that kind of sours my taste on, on a lot of the first-person shooter war games uh, as I'm not really into those very much. Uh, however, I was very pleasantly surprised with that Medal of Honor. I think the game has a, uh, some, some great potential um, compared to its predecessors. I, uh, again, as you know, Gerald mentioned, it kind of uh, fell by the wayside. And um, I was actually really pleasantly, uh, pleasantly surprised today. I, I actually had a lot of fun playing the uh, the multiplayer. I think it uh, really provided a unique experience. I like the um, I like the new buddy system that they have. Buddy, uh, buddy system was very great because me and J- me and Jamie were buddies. And what was great is that like the w- the way that it, it was explained to us is that like how in in normal warfare and everything everybody splits up as as buddies you have your buddy and that's it even though you're fighting all for one side you have your main communication with this one person and that's how the game played out instead of being able to talk to my entire team i talk to my buddy and my buddy's my buddy he follows me around we take care of each other if you're playing it right and that's what me and me and jamie did we played each other correctly we, we followed each other we we let each other know what was going on and it it increased the amount of fun that we were having in the game wouldn't you agree jamie 
I would. I mean, it just, you know, you had that sense of that, um, you were right there with that person, like, you know, you're looking at your screen, but yet you feel like, man, Corey's right there with me, he sees what I'm seeing, I see what he's seeing, and Especially because you can actually see your your buddy anywhere. Exactly. Uh, so which it, across it, the map. It makes awesome. it real helpful. I mean, because you really get that sense of where if Corey's in trouble and he goes behind me, I can directly go behind him and cover his back, or vice versa. Or he sees something across the map and goes over there. You know, maybe you don't see something, but someone else does, and that's very helpful. And especially in a game like that, you know. Especially if you communicate with each other, like how the buddy system is supposed to work. Which I like, you know, you get the Call of Duty multiplayer where you get all these guys that think they're talking to each other, but really they're just focused on their own thing. Which the respawn, which goes back to to that again, is that um, I like the respawn, um, you know, the way that you're you're brought back into the game because if if your buddy kills the enemy that killed you, you respawn instantly. If I I understood that correctly. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and then... That actually happened with us. I got killed and Corey directly turned around, killed the person that killed me, and I was right back just like that. And I, I mean, I think that's awesome because it gives you an extra incentive to hunt down the, uh, exactly. the son of a... More incentive to stay together because if someone kills you and you're right next to me, I'm right next to them and I kill them, then you're right next to me again. Right, which means... That's perfect math. And I'm back, so, yeah. Exactly. But I also like how it gives you the fallback option too so that you can take yourself out of the line of fire in the event that they're under heavy exactly. heavy fire, so... Uh, one of the things I am kind of scared of that, that EA might do with this game is seeing what they just did with Battlefield, having the Battlefield 3 Premium, if they're going to do something like that with Medal of Honor. That's one thing that I'm really, really scared for because if they're doing something like that and focusing so much on multiplayer additional content as well as focusing on a service like that, like it's, it's really going to... Yeah, I, I think it's going to detract from a lot of the attention that they need to give the, the multiplayer. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. Experience. Me and Corey were talking about that where I think what it is is they went and said, oh, you know, look how well Elite did because all these people decided to just go ahead and waste their $50 on Elite. So they brought it out late for Battlefield, but that does give you that small little sense of, oh my gosh, does that mean everything that comes out from here on out is going to get that up front? You know, it was... It was horrible to have to think that you had to do that for Elite for Call of Duty. To think you're going to have to do that with everything else is just it's a terrible thought. I, I think my advice is, uh, you know, uh, you have a good concept with uh, with some great potential. Uh, don't don't shaft us on it. <laughs> just you know, stick with it. Give it give it the attention that it needs. And uh, you know, I, I person don't follow in someone else's footsteps. Yeah, do do something different, please. Don't fall into another Call of Duty. Because I, I don't think I'd take another one of those. Um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, I know Gerald... I, I know we were discussing the car earlier. Uh, Gerald and I got the opportunity to check out uh, Dead Space 3. Um, I, I think my lasting impression was that... I mean, graphically, the game looks good. Uh, I know, Corey, um, you have some... You know, you have some opinion on that because... Uh, and you know what? After watching after watching Dead Space 3, I know we were discussing earlier about how... Uh, it, a lot of the survival horror has been taken out of the game and, and it's become more of a survival action and and I mean I don't know if it's so much the the um, creep factor I guess is not so much in that game anymore and after seeing it uh, you're right um, I, I don't like a lot of the their new cover system and duck and roll and things like that I think is very very ineffective um, I personally don't see how you bending down and still getting shot in the head by flying bullets is, is, is a sense of cover. However, um, I, I don't know. What are your impressions on it? Um, like, like I've mentioned before, like I, I haven't seen what you guys saw during the during the E3 booth. I'm sorry, the Displace 3 booth. But uh, like from what I have seen, like the real big thing that really grabbed everybody's attention for Dead Space and Dead Space 2 was the fact that it's a very... It's a very dark game. It's a very scary game. It's a very suspenseful game. And especially adding co-op into it. Like, me personally, I love co-op games. Everybody knows this. Like, I love co-op games. But in something to this degree, to where if I have a buddy with me... fastest route. And we're currently getting the fastest route (laughs) home. (laughs) Thanks, Gerald. (laughs) But... uh, 
but like as as far as Ted's face, like. And we are getting a new route based on traffic. <laughs> but uh, on the road again. I don't even know what I was saying, guys. I don't. know. Talking about that. Dead Space Three. Dead Space Three. Reservations on it. Yes. Because it's turned now, but they're catering to a larger audience in their opinion. That's just that simple. Yes. But it's. I did want to say how closely resembling Dead Space Three and Lost Planet Three are. Did you notice the similarities? Yeah. I did. They're very, very similar because both of the games have gotten more and more actiony as the as the series has progressed. Like Lost Planet has never been really sneaky or suspenseful. But Lost Planet Three wants to add in that aspect. Oh, does it? Yes. Oh. Uh, uh. But still keep the action in it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I feel like Dead tricky, Space, tricky. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Dead Space. So stay more with the actual horror survival because not all the games that are doing horror survival and the people that love horror survival are turning away from horror survival. They're going more actually as Resident Evil. Thank you. I was just place. I was just about to say that. Yeah, like it's, it's Resident Evil especially has detracted a lot from what it originally uh, oh, yeah. what it originated from. And you know what? That's what made Resident Evil Resident Evil was the survival horror um, that that just aspect of being in a situation where um, you you have a particular set of um, you know equipment and and um, I don't know what I'm trying to say like uh, I'm pretty sure the only thing that's really stayed between it is the green herb yeah and the red herb and and those <laughs> we really haven't even identified yet if they're actually eating those or if they're just rubbing them on the wound. Uh, and and how is it they don't turn into zombies like everybody else does? Right, because I, I have seen in Resident Evil 5, or, yeah, five, 6, the one that's coming out, homie gets bitten by a zombie. Has him, bites him down. Why the hell is he not a zombie? <laughs> that's what I want to know. I saw blood come out and everything. <laughs> Teeth munched down into his shoulder. Why is he not a zombie? Come on, Capcom. What are you thinking? Antibiotics. <laughs> it's that green herb, dude. And, and first, first aid spray. <laughs> well, all I say is, if they don't have their act together to take care of us as press, uh, which they've shown over the past couple days, there's been a couple incidents here at E3 that's shown us that they weren't able to take care of, uh, you know, our, our their agreements with us as press. Uh, how can they go ahead and take care of customers uh, with their games? So. Exactly. And if they continue to do what they're doing, as far as what we've seen in the past few days, as well as what they've been doing in their games these past few iterations, they're going to end up declining in their sales. They're not going to have the customer base that they've had before because all they're doing is is changing what made their games their games. You know, it's. I think it's like the the first one that started going into the action-y side of everything was Resident Evil 4 for the Wii. That's for the Wii, right? No, it's GameCube. GameCube, yeah. GameCube. Yeah, that's the first one where it actually started getting the more action-y because they started taking the fixed cameras, which added a lot of the suspense to it because you couldn't control the camera. But they weren't really zombies. And that's... that. I, Resident Evil 4 was a good game, but it wasn't... It, I don't know. It just didn't feel like Resident Evil to me. Right, right. Like, and that's the same path that I think Dead Space has followed. Same exact problems. They've taken out the original concept that made that game originally good. Because I'll tell you, compared to just what we've seen in Dead Space today, compared to even the second one, I mean that game. That game was creepy. I mean, the whole po- beginning part of the game was you running through, you know. In a straitjacket, mm-hmm. trying to escape with no weapons, no way to defend yourself. That, that game actually made me jump in the first 30 seconds. Yeah, I don't here. jump at games. This yeah. game actually made me jump in the first 30 seconds because homie, and I knew what, what was going to happen. Homie had a knife. I knew he was going to come after me. He did it, and I jumped. Almost hit the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, you know, you're, you're right. It, it, I just think, and this goes with Resident Evil again. And uh, and a lot of the other titles are, are kind of following the similar dark path we're going down. So um, our our thoughts on that are just please stop it. <laughs> Don't do it. 
game shouldn't be all action. Every game that comes out that need, that's being released doesn't need to all be action games. That's not what everybody wants. You're not. You're only appealing to some of the gamers, not all of the gamers. You're not. It's. It's. They're trying to. They think that all of us hardcore gamers love action games, which a lot of us do. Yes, but some of us do like are being suspenseful. Like I, my greatest memories in games have always been in the horror survival games: Silent Hill, Resident Evil. Doom, Doom Three coming out again. Thank you. There you go. Thank you, Bethesda. I can't wait for that. By the way, <laughs> I can't wait for it. Oh my gosh! But no, like those those games have given me better memories and lasting memories than any action game that I've ever played. Same way with RPGs. They don't make RPGs the way they used to either. No, they do not. They do not. They they need to get back on that. Um, I know. Uh, I know we've been kind of dominating the conversation. Uh, I won't talk anymore. No, no, that's okay. I just I haven't heard anything from Chris in a while. Chris, what was? Uh, I know we kind of separated our ways a little bit. I know yeah. between you and Josh, why don't you tell us a little bit about you know what what did you explore today? Uh, for the last day of E3, yeah. Um, nothing too much new. I kind of just went over what everyone else was saying was good that I missed. Uh, try to get all the uh, the small little things uh, like IndieCade and the smaller developers that uh, didn't get enough love. Um, for the most part, I I have to agree with everything that you guys were saying in the previous podcasts and uh, at previous times, and I, I did really enjoy them and their enthusiasm. But uh, as far as like going to something new, nothing. It's Everything was already said. Everything was already done. So I just kind of try to pick up where I where I missed. Well, then let me ask you this: Did you uh, did you see anything today that made any lasting impressions? And you know, on the show overall, um, anything that like changed my decisions or that? Yeah, that... or or even influenced you. Which we'll kind of touch more on this a little bit later. But which influenced you in any way about your? Remember, you were saying something about battle royale. Yeah, like, overall, like, if, was there anything that you saw that, I guess, would influence your decision um, on which developer, um, you know, like, Microsoft, Nintendo, or Sony kind of took the show? Um, and this is kind of going to all three days. Yeah, I, and like I said, we're, we'll discuss more in, in, here in just a little bit about it, but, okay. you know, if you saw anything today that would otherwise have influenced you. Today, personally, no. I, I didn't see anything different than... Uh, I, well, I think that every company tried to keep it the same all three days. Maybe change up some of the swag here and there. But for the most part, it, exactly what you saw on Tuesday is exactly what you got on today. So, uh, uh, yep, that's cool. That's about it. Josh, what about you? I know you kind of... Um, today, well, for the first two days, I kind of did the opposite. I went to like a lot of the smaller things... Like I didn't, I didn't go to the big ones like Call of Duty and Assassin's Creed, and I went to Halo uh, like the first day. But other than that, I, I still went to a lot of the, you know, the small portable like the, you know, like PlayStation All Stars stuff like that. The small, the smaller, not as big ones. Um, and then today, I went to a lot of the bigger ones. Uh, anything that stood out today? Is that a question for like anything? That's... Yeah, anything stood out today. Anything about today? Um, yeah, probably about today was all 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 around is uh, Assassin's Creed Three. Yes, that, sir. That game sold me. I've always been an Assassin's Creed fan since the first one came out, but Assassin's Creed Three has all in all the best rating for me out of every game I've I've seen since the convention. Um, uh, one that surprised me was uh, Medal of Honor, previously mentioned. Uh, basically, what you guys said before, um, the last Medal of Honor made was okay, but it wasn't the best. But the new one coming out, it has a lot of potential. Um, I saw that the graphics in the new Medal of Honor are amazing. Um, I didn't personally get a chance to experience the, the multiplayer gameplay. But um, from what I've saw on videos, uh, that is definitely something to look into. 
Um, other than that, uh, anything that's uh, changed my mind was uh, the PlayStation All Stars. Um, I played that you know a lot yesterday. Uh, there's actually a lot of fun stuff about that game. Um, you know the graphics are good. The you know the fighting. You know the power ups. Everything in that game is pretty. You know there's really no, there's uh, nothing really repeats. So there's you know, always something that can be done. Um, Tech and Tag Tournament Two, if that's what's called right for now. I think so, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Tech and Tag that. That had to be one of my favorite games of today. I spent most of my time playing it. Um, I've loved, you know, I like all Tekken games, but the new one, the way they've, you know, promoted it and just the way the game is, is a lot of fun. Um, it's basically just, uh, what's the word for it? That's awesome, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's No other word to describe it. It's, you know, it's probably the best Tekken they come out with so far since, you know, the last Tekken tag or something like that. But basically those are just, the, you know, the main ones that really surprised me today was Assassin's Creed, Medal of Honor, and then Tekken tag. So uh, those are definitely something that you should look and look forward to just coming out. I'm definitely looking forward to getting. <laughs> so. Um, I know, uh, and also... Josh, did you check out Spec Ops? Did you get a chance to? I did not get a chance to check out Spec Ops. No. Um, I know, Gerald. Gerald, you got a chance to play over there, right? You. Uh, yes. We, okay. Yes, we did. I know, uh, Jamie. You you were over there playing too. Yeah, Corey. Was Corey was too. Um, I I thought Spec Ops was was all right. I mean, um, I know Gerald. I, you were saying it needed. There were a couple things that you were dissatisfied with. Um, I think uh, Corey was a little bit more dissatisfied than I was. I thought it was pretty solid, uh, especially, like I said, when you, uh, as I said on a previous podcast, when you compare it to Defiance uh, and some other game, third, uh, third-person shooters. But it was it was pretty good. Um, some of the mechanics and some of the controls were, were not quite as optimally, uh, optimal as I would like. But for the most part, it's a solid experience. I just hope it is going to be a four-player co-op campaign. uh, And there's going to be some uh, decent multiplayer attached. Um, Otherwise, that game might be just DOA with all the shooters coming out later this year. Corey, what did you think was done? Like, with me, I I didn't like the the feel of it. It It felt very sluggish, I would say. As well as, like, uh, a little unforgiving. Like, as soon as, like, I would run around a corner, then, like, I didn't see a guy. He would be shooting me, and then I'd die. Which is usually what happens when you get shot, right? <laughs> but, but like, it was, it was very... I don't know the, like, correct way to, to, to describe this, but, like, like I said, it just felt very sluggish. I couldn't do what I wanted to. Very but, awkward. Yeah, it was very, it was a very awkward so, game. And I th- yeah, and I think the aiming... I had a lot of problem trying to align shots up. Yeah, you couldn't. Uh, it was hard to target a shot and, yeah. uh, and keep it. And the the cover system was a little, little weird too. I spent probably about thirty seconds trying to get on the wall that I wanted to cover on. Because it wasn't. It's was a sticky cover, but it's a very difficult sticky cover. Yeah. Because when I, I noticed when I was uh, I was running for cover when I was under under siege, and uh, which was probably the appropriate way to do it. I was like me against you know, 15 or 20 people, and of course your your friend you're trying to save is, you know, right out in the middle of, you know, 15 or 20 people, uh, but yeah, you're right, the collision detection sucked, I mean, I, I ran up to, to try to heal him, and I ran right into the wall, I, I mean, there was no, uh, you just literally ran, th- ran through your friend, um, and yeah, you're, you're right, it was really unforgiving, I mean, you, by the time you had, you realized you were being shot, you have you had no preemptive strategy to try to duck behind cover. You were just bam, 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 shot, 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 dead. Yeah. And then, you know, it was just the same thing. It was very repetitive, over and over and over again. So, um, no, I, I I agree with you on that. Oh yes, oh yes. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, what else did we check out around there? Um, I know we went over to Sony. 
Um, I uh, w had observed the God of War. Uh, well, we played a, a Dust Fine One Four, so Jamie played an extensive amount. Yeah, Jamie, I I, I was kind of half watching that. I, I wasn't really impressed with that game, to be honest with it's you. It's free to play, so you really, I mean, you don't want to expect too much. That's your price range. <laughs> free ninety nine. Free is the price for me, but I. I liked it. It does need help. I mean, Gerald even noticed <laughs> you're inside of the gunner. You're inside of the gunner position on the ship. You're aiming at something, and the ship just suddenly turns out of nowhere and takes you right out of your target. Or you go to turn towards your target still, and you're fighting with the actual ship itself. Like the ship is getting in your way, and you're on it. So move, I'm, stupid move! Right. You're like, dude, are you driving with your eyes open? <laughs> so that kind of disappointed me. As far as, you know... Mr. Caffeine's driving it. <laughs> but I do have something to add to that. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but with Dust 514, it's actually an addition to EVE Online. Yep. Yes. And so, like, basically the people that are playing online with EVE Online, they're they're doing the, the big picture and, like, taking on planets and everything like that. And the people that are on Dust 514, they can pretty much be hired as mercenaries to go onto these planets and help the, the PC players, like, duke it out with whoever they're fighting against, other mercenaries. Right, because what happens in a PC space battle could affect something on the planet. And vice versa. Right. Which is very, very interesting. It's, and if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, this is one of the first games that actually has that big of a scale and an effect to each other as two actually completely different games. Right. Because one's more strategy, one's FPS. Like, I know there has been other games like Shadowrun where you can actually play against PC players with the Xbox, but as far as this... It was just kind of weird how it was like an RTS mm -hmm. in a way when you were choosing the area that you needed to go to. Mm -hmm. But then it was like a first-person shooter after right. the RTS, and well, I didn't like, really understand the interface that you, had, you were trying to... Like, EVE itself, EVE has a very, very steep learning curve... And so it's, you would imagine that it's going to be about the same with Dust 514. It's going to be a, a, like people that know it's going to automatically know it, and people that don't, it's just going to have to learn the hard way. So, But like once you get the hang of it, I imagine it'll be a lot better experience for you And once you learn the learning curve and everything. I'm also, I know we didn't see anything about it, but I'm also interested to figure out what the integration with the um, rumored Vita app that goes along with it is going to entail. Yeah, and I mean, understand everyone that, you know, they're, uh, the show is, you know, there's a lot there, and, and there's uh, more that we'll uh, likely be covering on, uh, you know, on future podcasts, too, because there is just such a large number of games, and I know just between Core and I, we went to I mean, well over 15 different things, right? So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so just, you know, expect to hear on future podcasts as well uh, for us to continue to, to share the, uh, you know, uh, post post uh, E3. So, um, Chris, did you, have, you want to add anything else before we go to a break? Um, no, I think it's all, it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and when we come back from break, everybody, we're going to, we're going to kind of cover um, some last closing issues because we are kind of uh, running, running, running low on time here. So um, the other thing I wanted to just kind of brief everybody with before we go to break is um, make sure you uh, send any questions in for us that you have uh, about the show so we're able to get those uh, answers back to you in a timely manner. Um, I know there's um, probably a, a lot that everybody wants to know. So What's uh, the email address? Uh, our email address is uh, yourgamesource at yahoo.com or... Uh, what if I just want to tweet you? Or tweeting or Facebook us. What's the Twitter account? At GameSource. And Gerald has graciously uploaded a lot of great video footage on YouTube of the show, including some footage that was probably not supposed to be on air yet. However... Check it out. So, we're going to go to a break, guys, and uh, when we come back, we will continue. You're listening to the Game Source Podcast. Yay! Great job, girls.
right, ladies and gents. Actually, wait. Hold on, Corey. You said it best. Not ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Lady chicks and gentle sirs. <laughs> you heard it from Corey. Lady chicks and gentle sirs. Lady chicks and gentle sirs. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go over the big three. So... Well, no, our picks for E3 as a whole. Well, yes, we're going to go over several things. However, the big three is the main focal point of this. Um, After the three major press conferences, um, and major meaning Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony, um, what do you think, not really so much what, but who do you think out of the three won the show? Corey? Sir, start with you. Gentle sir. Gentle sir. <laughs> uh, was probably you guys would have guessed. I'm gonna say Microsoft because I, I told you guys before the in the pre E3 podcast what I needed Microsoft to do to win, and they did it as soon as they started, which was show Halo 4 gameplay footage, which I absolutely loved, and it looked amazing, and I absolutely love it. Go Microsoft. And then, like, there is some other stuff that, you know, I wish they didn't do, like the whole 15 minutes they spent on Nike Plus, but everything other than that was phenomenal. I loved it. Uh, Usher, Usher. Usher as well. No, not Usher. I wish they left that out too. But, you know, they got to do what they got to do. But uh, I would say Sony was definitely a close second with showing stuff like, uh, like The Last of Us. As well as uh, hmm? Beyond. Beyond, yes. Like those two games, like they they looked phenomenal. Uh, those two are definitely gonna allow me to keep my PlayStation. <laughs> Not allow me, they'll they'll force me to keep my PlayStation. But like, but the Wii itself, like we all I did was just show games and games, and a lot of them were dumb and stupid. And I hated them. So Microsoft, you win. Here's my stamp of approval. <laughs> Gerald? Well, after viewing last year all the major press conferences, um, I had determined, uh, I kind of flip-flopped and went from Microsoft, and then I, I really looked into it, and I really investigated uh, the press conference, and I, I then really just uh, had to had to come to grips with that. Sony really was uh, had the quality presentation last year of the three. Um, this year... It's kind of a wash between Sony and Microsoft. They were both a little bit on the underwhelming side. Uh, Sony did have The Last of Us. I wasn't as high as Beyond as others because I liked the facial recognition, but the faces themselves had had a little bit of glossy sheen, so it really took away from a little bit. Uh, took a little bit away from from what I was trying to 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 watch. Um, the Last of Us looks great. Uh, PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale actually uh, gets me interested in it. Um, but the, you know, I'm, I'm very appreciative that they are, in, you know, they, they got J.K. Rowling involved, but did they have to show almost 20, 25 minutes of the, uh, you know, project that she's related to in this, and it just really seemed very annoying. Um, Microsoft uh, had its peaks and valleys. Uh, Halo 4 looks, looks exquisite. Um, I like the Splinter Cell. Uh, that also was uh, was a highlight. Um, the Connect features, you know what? Everybody knows they're just a, just an add-on, um, just just a money grab by these developers, just to throw in some vocals. Um, that I didn't like. It, it was necessary. You don't really need to go ahead. You could just advertise it when the game comes out. Something it takes away from the actual for me the actual game. Because I know, everybody knows, when, when you add those few small little features in, it's just a money grab, it's not really important to you, and after using it a couple times as a novelty, it won't be important to the player at large. But, that being said, um, you know, besides the Usher issue, besides uh, the Nike issue, um, I'd have to give a slight edge this year to Microsoft, because uh, I thought they had a little bit overall better presentation than Sony. Um, their lags were a little bit shorter than Sony's, um, and I think overall, I th- I'd have to say, of the three, it, it was Microsoft. Nintendo, 
Uh, as I stated in a previous podcast, that was probably the most disappointing uh, major console podcast I've ever seen at E3. Uh, uh, conference I've ever seen at E3. Yeah, I mean, uh, you guys pretty much ranked down with Ubisoft, and uh, that that's pretty bad. Um, well, again, yeah. what I was saying is... Uh, earlier was that you cannot rate the console uh, conferences with the developer conferences because the console conferences have a lot much more to cover so they should be get judged in a different grade. Well no but I mean as far as just poor quality of the show not not so much content wise just yeah. the quality of the show. And when we're talking Ubisoft we're talking conference, Ubisoft rather. we're talking the Ubisoft press, press conference from last year the Ubisoft press conference from this year was, was, a, was a million times better very qual- high quality uh, Aisha Tyler, um, for the most part, was outstanding and probably the best overall host of any of the uh, of the conferences that were that were represented. Um, but you know, we're getting back to the big three. Um, Nintendo's really clearly was very very disappointing. Uh, they had a chance from with two underwhelming uh, press conferences the day before to really take advantage of that, and they didn't. They failed miserably. Um, what they described about the Wii U and the games uh, that were part of it uh, were just very underwhelming. Pikmin 3 looks solid, but pretty much, uh, you know, uh, outside of some Mario titles that were, that were okay, but nothing that we haven't seen before. And Zombie U, um, really just, just disappointed as far as what's, what's coming forward, because it seems like it's just pretty much the same from the Wii. Just, hope, you know, holdovers from the Wii. We fit you and all that. Um, and the explanation of the online service, the Miiverse, is atrocious. Yes, it's going to have some small little features, but that's not really important. Um, what was important to the online individual at large, like me, that likes to go multiplayer, um, unfortunately, that's not. it doesn't look like it's going to be a system that I want to get into right away because the multiplayer experience is going to be very minimal at best, look very unattractive online-wise, and it just shows that um, after watching it, that that they have no little or no understanding of the online experience, and they also have little uh, or no understanding of third-party developers that are not named Ubisoft, because they really did not make any effort to show anyone else really outside of, of Ubisoft, and they couldn't even put um, third-party developers 3DS programs. They had to do their uh, another press conference just for that. And I thought that was truly uh, a slap in the face to those uh, hard-working individuals. And it just goes to show why they don't want to put uh, quality games um, on their units. Um, so, after, you know, I'd say it's an epic fail all around for Nintendo. And I am not going to be spending $300 this Christmas on it. I can guarantee you that after watching the press conference. Yeah, it was uh, certainly very dissatisfying and very underwhelming. I'd rather, I'd rather buy five AAA games instead for the 360 or PS3. Or watch paint dry on the walls. Yes, I would say $300. Um, Jamie? I, I really can't say much that you guys haven't already said. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Well, I, I can. I mean... You go, girl. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you've got 200, <laughs> you got 250 miles to go. X- I don't see the problem with it. Xbox, they didn't lag everything out like... Of course, the 25-minute, you know, <laughs> book presentation that Sony did. Um, they were kind of fastened to the point with the Kinect stuff. I did actually like the fact that, you know, with Madden, you're calling it Audible. That that was kind of cool. Was it enough for me to go, and got to run out and get everything for Kinect? No, if not, it'll wasn't work. enough for that. If it'll work when it comes out. This is true. This is very true. Um... I think Microsoft and Sony stayed close, but Microsoft had that just little nudge because of, you know, they didn't really have the letdowns of, you know, oh, look, it's a kid book that shoots fire and you can play in your living room. What are you teaching kids to be arsonist? Hey, kids, play with fire in the living room. But, um... And then draw your name in the fake ashes. <laughs> but, um... Nintendo was a huge letdown. I mean, they didn't even... It's like they didn't show up. You, They came with no excitement for a system that's coming out here this year. And... We all fell asleep. Right. Literally. There was nothing there. And it's not just because Gerald's an old man. Everyone fell asleep. 
Except for me, uh, which I I think you were the lucky one. I was the lucky one who did not yeah. go to the press conference. Well, and <laughs> shall we go into why you were not there? I don't think that's important. Okay. <laughs> Coming from the old man, are you sure? Yeah, Gerald, you're senile. You don't know. Insert okay. exclamation point in Metal Gear Solid sound. Yeah. <laughs> that's why Nick didn't get in. <laughs> He said, I don't bring a knife to a gunfight. With no guns. Or to a security clearance. And on that note, Nintendo brought nothing to this year's E3 fight. So, my pick for best would definitely be Microsoft. And worst is Nintendo, but... Don't even get me started about worst game because that was that karaoke game. Well, that was hold on, you still have to oh, do no, best. No, no, not yet. Best and worst game. Sorry, it wasn't. No, that's okay. I lied. Chris, lay it down, my man. What am I laying down? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, if Chris would be paying attention, he would realize that yeah. we were actually trying to pick who was the best of the top of the of the big three. The conferences that you that you watched. What EA? No, the big no. no, that would be Nintendo, Microsoft, and Sony. You mean hardware status? Yes. The big three. Okay. Only based off of their conference? Yes. Who had the best yes. of the big three conferences? Yes. That's, yeah, that, that's okay. Dead silence because... I have to rewind Chris my tapes. As they no, say, no, that's all. That's all right because I, Microsoft, I, I, I actually, I I'm gonna have to give my answer based on uh, when I actually get to finish reviewing them. So, so yeah, as as far as that'll be next podcast. As far as it looks, out of the three of us that watched the, uh, <laughs> oh, dude, that's so good. That's awesome. <laughs> we're, we're spotted. Uh, out of the three of us that watched all three consoles, uh, all of us come to a conclusion that Microsoft did win. Go Microsoft. Microsoft is uh, barely definitely yeah. a winner. Yeah, I would say, like, like I said, it was a really but, close one. There was like they were both underwhelming. But of the two, I'd say Microsoft. Of yes. the two, I'd say Microsoft. Chris? I think Nintendo won. No mas? No, I, you think Nintendo won? I think Nintendo won that. Get off the, get off the crack pipe, Chris. <laughs> I'm kind of going with Sega. What are you on this smoking? One. I'm kind of going Can with Sega. Share it? Sega kind of got my vote. He's eating shrooms. <laughs> that and Naughty Dogs, or whatever it's called. Sega and a Naughty Thingy. Naughty Dog. Sega? Yeah, Sega. Yeah, I think Sega got my vote. Do you think they actually, Sega? like, saw Sega. a Naughty Dog? Sega. Sega. <laughs> They're like, ooh, Naughty Dog. <laughs> hey, that's a good company name. Let's run with it. The Last of Us? The Last of Us. Okay, so, as far as I go, uh, I'll lay down plain and simple from what I've observed so far. Nintendo... Your press conference was horrendous. Um, it was bad. It was terrible. It was dissatisfying, underwhelming. Your system will fail. Your controller will fail. Um, and you are a disappointment to this year's show. Which Nintendo controller? The tablet or the one that looks like a 360 controller? Um, Which one will <laughs> fail? Both. Not the 360. Go Xbox. Nothing 360 fails. Go Xbox. <laughs> Um, however, Chris and I will have to give our lasting impressions on what we conclude to have been the winner uh, on our next podcast. Uh, obviously, it's going to be a toss-up between Microsoft and Sony, as uh, Nintendo is not even in competition with either of them. So, um, And Sony, Microsoft, trust me, you've got a whole lot of hurt coming your way, too, so don't think you're safe. <laughs> um, <laughs> however, what is, we'll start going around, what was your... Best game, your pick. Game of the show. Game of the show. Corey, go. <laughs> I, I actually kind of touched up on this yesterday, and I kind of I'm sticking to it. My game of the show was definitely Hakra, which is one of the indie <laughs> games that we played, and that annihilated everybody in. But it's not because of that. No, it's it's a very it's a very interesting. But no, it's so much more. <laughs> and it's so much more. No, it's it's a very interesting and a, a very simple game, but it 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 adds so much. There's so much to it though. Like there's a lot of strategy that goes into it, but it's very very so. It's just a, a little sports game because the guys the guy that, that developed it I forgot his name, but the guy that developed it he uh, he basically told us that. It's a sports game 
for those that don't like sports. He developed a game that's a, that's a, a sports intentions for those that don't really like sports or don't play sports that are not really interested in sports. And it's a very, like I said, it's a very strategic game as long as you got a good partner like I did. Jamie, high five. Right on. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> we ended up annihilating our competition, which we will not name for embarrassment's sake. Polygon.net. Mm. Or dot com. Stressing the gone part. Gerald, your game of the show. Uh, it would be Assassin's Creed 3. I am not an Assassin's Creed 3 fan by any any stretch of the imagination. I've ridiculed that series for years. Uh, I often made the joke that, oh, the multiplayer what was one of the most uh, Battle of the Benches. Um, you know, I just really have trashed on it since the first one. I found uninspiring. Um, but, you know what? They've turned me around. Um, the quality, the polish, uh, the graphics, the, the things that you can do on it. Um, yes, it still has a lot of the Assassin's Creed gameplay from previous iterations, but they've actually made it an, an more, much more appealing in a way that, that I'm just fine, truly, truly inviting. Um, I will give it another shot. It makes me want to give the Assassin's Creed series another shot. Uh, the multiplayer was just like an icing on the cake, and it just really was attractive for me as well. Uh, there were a lot of great games um, that I truly was impressed with, but I have to say overall it was Assassin's Creed 3. Um, and then my least... Oh, you're just you're just doing the favorite right now, correct? Yeah, just favorite for oh, right okay. now. Okay. Um, Jamie. Out of everything that I saw, whether I got a hands-on with it or just, you know, saw footage of it, um, I have to agree with Gerald, Assassin's Creed put me right there, you know. I watched the multiplayer for about a good um, 10 or 15 minutes, and it's it's very solid. I mean, I watched a guy sneak around, change his appearance, come back around, and actually throw a hatchet right into somebody's face. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love a good killing with a hatchet? <laughs> so, <laughs> but... You sound like, like an old country man. Who doesn't enjoy a good don't, killing don't, with don't a hatchet? Remember Uncle Buck? You gotta keep your hatchet shut. Jamie, I'll tell you who doesn't. The guy who's receiving the hatchet. Uh, this, is true, this is true. But maybe he was just trying to give him a close shave and missed. You know, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, laddie. Let me give you a nice close shave. There's so many different iterations of it as well. I mean, you've got the... Um, different protagonist in the Vita so I'm looking forward to it all if it's Assassin's Creed 3 I'm, I'm gonna have my hands on it so that works for me um, there, but there was so much I mean I really liked Hitman what we saw of that and um, me and Josh this actually this morning played um, Need for Speed Most Wanted and I really liked where they went with that I just beg you to at least make another Burnout please <laughs> Burnout 4 put Crash mode back in there, party mode, that'd be great. Josh, what do you think? Hands down, all the way, Assassin's Creed 3. Um, I've always been a fan of the Assassin's Creed series, but Assassin's Creed 3 is basically 100% the best one out of all of them. Um, I've liked many games they've had the convention, but overall, AC3 was the best. The graphics, the, the, the maneuvering, the, the details, and just, you know, the, and just the basic, you know, the animals, the people, the, the trees, the snow, the, the weapons, everything to the basic little details was just, was phenomenal. Um, yeah, so, uh, there's a lot of games I like, but Assassin's Creed 3 has my vote 100%. Chris, go to www.yourgamesource.com and refer to the XKillerXWolfX blog, and you'll understand which one was my favorite. He's keeping it a secret. Uh, my favorite... <laughs> my favorite, although, um, I, I didn't really see it uh, at the show. I didn't get a chance to... Um, Actually, I don't know. Gerald, was The Last of Us even there? 
prison it? Well, no. There, there was no playable demo. I, I know it was made behind the scenes, but no, nothing on the showroom floor um, other than what you saw at the PlayStation uh, conference. I, I mean, based on the conference, I, I kind of have two, a two-part answer to this. Based off the conferences, I, I think my game of the show for me is The Last of Us, just based on what I saw. I think the game uh, uh, has an incredible amount of potential. I, I can't wait to pick it up. Um, I think I can safely say my, my game of the show was... Uh, oh, jeez. Um, well, that is your game of the show. Yeah. I, I was gonna, I was gonna fall, I was gonna fall back on something I've actually seen on the show floor, but I, I think I'm gonna have to say my game of the show is gonna be The Last of Us. I, I have a, I have a lot of high hopes. Well, did, did anybody have any, any last thoughts before we uh, put this podcast to sleep? Oh, what's the worst game of the show that you saw? Remember, we're supposed to have put on the worst game. I thought everybody said the worst game. This will not be on the podcast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> as well as Josh. Uh. <laughs> or the name of our new podcast. Okay, so uh, what was there? What, 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 what was there? <laughs> what was everybody's worst game? Worst game of the show. Gerald, go. Well, actually, it's, I believe uh, Jamie's and uh, Ma, both of our choices is from Konami. It's a, it's a horrible, horrible-looking uh, Wii uh, karaoke game called Karaoke Sound Joy. Is that correct? Joy Sound. Karaoke Joy Sound. Please avoid that at all costs. I've already posted on our Facebook site, and it's just, it is atrocious. I will make sure everybody knows that it is not something you want to get this holiday season. I actually would have to agree with that. They they do not need to make a karaoke game. I will tell I will tell you, Defiance is close. Defiance <laughs> was very close, especially for something that's, a, that's supposed to be a decent budget game that has a sci-fi uh, show tie-in. But karaoke joy sound, yeah, your number one baby, number one crappy game. Uh, for the system, Jamie. Uh, Gerald said it best. You know, we both saw it. We have to both agree on that one. It's number one with a hatchet. That thing needs to die. It's it's horrible. <laughs> it needs to die. But um, Defiance was close, close, but not that close. It does need to get its act together. As far as if it's going to be a tie-in with a sci-fi show and they want to promote it that way, it does need to get some stuff together where. You're not riding a vehicle, crashing into someone and going right through them and just they're not dying or that people are walking right by you, basically looking at you and not doing anything. The AI is horrible. But if they can change that before it comes frame out... Frame rate issues galore. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the frame rate issues as well. But if they can change that before they, you know, set out, I think it would be solid if they can fix that. But the problem is they can't delay that game because it has a tie-in with the show. And the show has is starting in April, right? because the reason why if something happens on the show, it's going to be affected on the game, and something and vice versa. So um, they've really got their work uh, ahead of them. They've got less than a year to make sure this game gets truly polished. But if the controls are set, then they've got some issues right there off the bat because the control issues. Uh, there were some things that are left out of any basic third-person game that that made it uh, really difficult to play. And I'm just, you know, I'm just worried that uh, it's something that, for the long run, it's not going to even work out. Uh, and the series gets canceled. I'm sure the game will probably get canceled shortly thereafter. Did you guys take no heed in mourning that there's so many dancing games saturating the market right now? Why would you make a karaoke game? I will have to be... Um, because how many millions does Just Dance sell? How many millions does Dance Central sell? How many millions does even everybody dance sell? DDR is the only good dancing game. Thank you. Well, then why don't you play the Classroom Edition that's coming out? That There you go. You can start your DDR flash mob. Yes. Mosh Pit DDR style. Yeah, in my opinion, DDR is the only good dancing game ever. Well, what's your choice, Nick, for the worst game of the show? The karaoke game. 
see it. No. You really so couldn't miss the worst. It. However, I didn't really see anything else that gave me a, a dissatisfying impression other than the fact that I don't really like fighting games. Uh, so I, I, it would be an unfair opinion to say that I thought Tekken um, uh, was poor, even though I uh, got ripped in it by somebody. But um, I don't know. I mean, I, I really didn't see a lot of bad games, to be completely honest with you. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that there ha- there aren't any bad games there. Obviously, the press conferences <laughs> did a good job of showing those. But um, I'm going to ha- I'll just... I have to say the karaoke game uh, just because I don't think a karaoke game is going to be a profitable profitable move. Yeah. What is Chris? Uh, Chris? Yeah. Chris? Yes, sir? Are you listening? I'm listening, but I can't hear anything. Mm-hmm. Worst game of the show. Oh. I don't think any game was technically really the worst. Uh, well, that's what I was saying. That's why I agree with yeah. them on the karaoke thing. I, although I didn't see it, yeah. I just think conceptually... Karaoke's kind of dead I, by now. I mean, it's not... That's yeah. what you do when you're drunk at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's just, you know, I just think the concept of making a karaoke game is, is stupid. Yeah, because if they can go into rock band or something like that where they can do instruments and karaoke, then that's where it's at. Not just a sing-along... Uh, thing that's that, that seems a little weird that they're still sticking with that. But in all honesty, every game there had some good points to it, some bad. Um, so really, none of them I could really say was the worst because they were all there. They all spent millions of dollars to go there and advertise their best way. So I, I'd have to say I, I'm I'm not going to put any of them at the worst. I didn't like the Disney dance, just because I'm not into kitty stuff. Um, yeah, just dance Disney. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't think dancing the Little Mermaid is uh, the Lion King. I want to dance Lion King. Is uh, or the little yo ho yo by the Akuma yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't think I don't think I don't think shuffling to Akuma is the best way. Stanky leg. Or doing a stanky leg to uh, a whole new world by Aladdin. I just don't. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't really think so. I didn't go to the karaoke one, so I don't know how bad terrible that was. But they have more experience than I do, so I'm going with that as well. So on that note, does anybody have any uh, last last words? Last words to sum up the conclusion of the what could be the greatest trade show event of the world once a year? It was amazing. Um, definitely something you should experience. And for those of you who don't know, Josh is actually a guest. Um, I am a guest. I am a guest the one on our and show. Guest. Um, <laughs> Should have mentioned that at the beginning of the podcast. However, uh, everybody, just make sure um, to check us out on www.yourgamesource.com and uh, on YouTube. Uh, it's yourgamesource.com uh, and it's actually all spelled out D O T C O M at the end. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at, at uh, GameSource. And um, anything posted to our Twitter, I believe, Gerald, will be posted on our Facebook as well, correct? Uh, vice versa. Vice versa, I apologize. Anything on our Facebook also goes on our Twitter as well. Um, we made a, a lot of uh, great and uh, unique connections while we were at the show this year. And uh, please check to uh, uh, check back with us on our website here soon to see all the uh, great sponsorship that we'll be providing uh, to a lot of great causes here. And uh, we just want to give a shout-out, I think, Corey, Gerald, Jamie, uh, to Game Church, which we visited today. We just want to give a special shout out to them and Zen Studios. Zen Studios and uh, the, indie in, yep, the indie developers. You guys are doing an incredibly great job. Uh, please keep up the good work. We uh, game uh, here at Game Source. The staff here are more than happy to to throw you a shout out and, and get you up on our page. Uh, thank you, thank you guys. Yes, be, thank uh, you. We're going to be running Developer Diary podcast because we've got so many interviews. And I think you'll find them really enjoyable. 
And uh, we're also going to, with that, with each one comes out, we're going to provide information on those developers on where you can find out more information on their great games. All right, well, on that note, uh, good night, good night, guys, and uh, I should say good night, ladies and gents. Lady chicks and gentle sirs. <laughs> Lady chicks and gentle sirs. And until, uh, well, I guess until you hear us again. <laughs> Hopefully next week. For those about to play, we salute you. Yeah. For those about to play, we salute you. Good night. <laughs> See you when we get home. Good night. Off with his head. What he said. Good night, guys.